Welcome back to the Broncast, the podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. I'm Donnie Whiteman. We are two Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos, work on Broncos, and love talking about the Bronco from generation one all the way through generation six. Our sponsor for today's episode is Tom's Off-Road. Tom's Off-Road has every part that you need to build your Bronco from the ground up. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the early Bronco metal roof and roof options and comparing a Gen 6 Bronco to a new Toyota 4Runner. Yeah, should be a good episode. What have you been up to this fine February 20. 27th. Uh, I've been I've been calling all the Bronco clubs and just getting to know you know the presidents of the clubs and we'd love to hear from all of the clubs. It's such a huge community. But uh, while I was talking to uh, the Georgia Broncos club, uh, Brian Lafleur was telling me that they have this build that they're doing and uh, they call it the Paul Paul Brown build. And uh, he was just telling me, hey, here's what we're doing. Do you have any extra parts laying around and <laughs> And they're doing this for this family, which is really cool. So um, I started talking to him about it. And I said, hey, do you mind if I call this this guy's daughter and ask her about the Bronco? I said, I'm, I want to know what the story is behind this truck. So I was able to uh, get in touch with Kimberly, uh, who was the daughter of this guy called Paul Paul Brown. And um, so he his name was Phil. He bought this truck. Uh, back in, let's see, I think it was 1986, she said. Wow. And it was the only car he drove it was his daily driver until he was in his late 70s and, and passed away and uh, he left the truck with them and uh, that's everybody in the family that's how they knew the truck but you know as it as it aged and he had to fix things himself and you know get bumps and dents and scrapes and they'd take it camping he would uh, do some patchwork and then grab whatever primer cam and he had around so it originally was this electric blue or royal blue and then it ended up being white primer and gray primer and red primer and it was just like looked like a dingo you know the dog but all different colors <laughs> patchwork and everybody knew that this multicolored patch painted truck was uh paw paw brown driving from here to there wow and, uh, yeah so she said he tried to teach her to drive in it when she was 15 and it was a three on the tree. She goes, this is just, it was really tricky. And, um, she remembers him picking her up at high school, but he had put glass packs on it. So <laughs> if you've never heard that, so he'd pull up to pick her up as soon as she'd get in the truck, he'd rev it up for all the boys to hear. And she'd <laughs> slink down to the floorboard and just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so this truck at, you know, so he drove it almost 30 years and then, um, they decided, you know, this is, we have to restore this truck. And as they were looking at how much it costs to restore a truck, they're like, wow, we, they had no idea what had happened with the Bronco and that they were worth so much money. And so she was calling around and got in touch with the, somehow she and Brian got together. And um, they, the club decided to take this on as a project build. And I just think that's the coolest thing. Yeah. So they're uh, picking out colors, trying to get parts and, um, you can see this on their website. I think they're going to, on their Facebook page, Georgia Broncos are going to like do the build, post about the build, and we can keep track of it that way. But uh, nice. I'm going to give them some uh, floor pan replacement pieces and nice. whatever they need. And uh, it's going to be really cool to follow. But yeah, so it's a 69 Bronco. And as he got older and he 
became not a very good driver and didn't pass his driver's test, <laughs> they had to disable the truck. So she, she pulled a couple spark plugs out and uh, just, you know, you, know, you do it to your teenager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's broke. I'll have to fix it later, you know. And uh, that was the only way to keep him from just jumping in the thing oh. and driving it around. So it sat there for years after that, since 2013. So it's going to be cool to watch that build. Yeah. Well, definitely, um, if you are in the Georgia area, you should be a part of uh, the Georgia Bronco Club. And behind us on the wall, Brian LaFleur has been kind enough to make us our own Broncos through the generations. And uh, this is Georgia Broncos made these uh, posters and we used them at Ford Fest in uh, in October and reached out to Brian and we were like, man, can we have a copy of these? And, and he was like, yeah, absolutely. And so his donation to the podcast. And so we're definitely giving him some love because I mean, just such a cool project that, that they're working on uh, with Papa Brown's Bronco. And it's, it's, we, we appreciate all that they're doing. Yeah. We love, we love our clubs. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And definitely, I mean, like you said, we love our Bronco clubs. And so wherever you're at throughout the country, you need to find the Bronco club that is near you that you can show up to a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had our Bronco club here, um, at the, the, um, at Donnie's shop, the Tennessee Bronco club. And it was just a good time. I mean, we had like 16 Broncos that showed up. We had a couple new Broncos, a couple second-gen Broncos, and then guys who were like, um, you know, I'm still working on my Bronco. It's not ready yet. You know, I still have this and that to do. They just showed up and hung out. And uh, Matt Mooney is our kind of club boss and uh, Tennessee Bronco club boss, and he uh, he got us bunch of you know grilled out and and had a bunch of food and hung out it was a lot of fun so um our next meetup is march 11th so definitely if you're in the tennessee area you need to show up for some bronco hanging i don't think we're going to meet up here i think we might meet up somewhere else but well i think i think we might start a little drive maybe start here and then go go to leapers fork or something i don't know we'll see it's like cool what is it 20 miles yeah probably not even right yeah yeah That'd be cool. Well, speaking of even club events, there's a lot of events that are starting up. March is kind of the the beginnings of Bronco event season. So we had our episode all on just the events throughout the year. So definitely, if you haven't listened to that one, give that a listen to because we go through almost all of the events. I've gotten a couple emails that are like, hey, you forgot my event. You know, uh, yeah. Like, how could you do that? And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, like, and there's some new events that are coming up that we didn't put on there just because it's like, well, what if it gets canceled? You know, like this isn't, you know, we're, we're, we haven't even seen or heard these events. So, uh, but the ones that are coming up in March that we are excited about, United by Bronco, March 2nd through the 4th. That's in uh, San Hollow, Utah. This is, man, such a fun event. I went out there last year. I'm not going to be able to make it this year, but it is an awesome event. If you're a new Bronco owner, this is a great Bronco event to 
to uh, really test the limits of your Bronco. Tons of trails in Sand Hollow and Bailey Built and Hellabad Broncos puts this one on. It's awesome. March 15th through the 19th, the Arizona Classic Bronco Stampede. Uh, March 31st through April 1st, the second annual Mid-South Bronco Stampede. And then coming up in April 19th through the 22nd, the Bronco Super Celebration. I'm so pumped about that. Oh, I'm getting so excited. Yeah. I've I've started building a list of things that I'm going to add to my Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like started building, you know, just like, eh, I think I'll do this. And uh, I think I'm going to do this. So we'll yeah. need to find two cylinders first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My engine is down two cylinders on my green 1975. So I'm trying to figure out <laughs> like uh i i need to just open it up take a look at it um so be on the lookout for that video it'll i'm sure it'll be coming soon <laughs> the good news is they're on the same side <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe it'll cost you half as much Ooh, hey there you, you go. never know yeah i'm gonna i think i'm gonna just pull the head and take a look at it and, and see what see what's going on under there and if you noticed uh behind us we don't if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you don't see our beautiful, my beautiful Bronco body behind us. And that's <laughs> your beautiful Bronco body. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because uh, my beautiful Bronco body is being, uh, it's on its side in the shop. And uh, sometime, at some point soon, we're going to Raptor line the bottom of it and drop it on the chassis and haul it down to Super Celebration. So I'll be bringing that one as well. So hopefully bringing two Broncos down with me, two less cylinders, you know, but yeah. And, uh, I, I, we can get it. I think we can get it fixed yeah, before then. No, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. But yeah, it's going to be fun. Bronco super celebration is a blast. So much fun to go to. And, uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I mean, you, you got five, 600 early Broncos that show up a couple hundred, new Broncos that, that come out and the field just keeps getting bigger and bigger to, to hold all these Broncos and, uh, mention our sponsor for the episode, Tom's off road. So what they do is if you order parts now, um, there's a cutoff at some point, I don't know when it is, but if you order parts now and you select on there, instead of shipping, you pick send to super celebration, then they take a semi full of parts down to super celebration and it's basically free shipping for you. And, uh, you know, they just bring a whole, bring a whole truck down there and you get, you get free shipping on your parts. So definitely take advantage of that because that can save you a ton of money on parts. Yeah. If you want big parts, you want a roll cage, yeah. you want doors, yeah. you know, whatever, just, yeah, the big parts, that's the way to get them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So definitely, uh, be on the lookout for that. And, uh, and look for us at Bronco Super Celebration. We'll be there too. So, John, I think we should talk about Bronco metal roofs. Oh, all right. Through this winter, there were so many calls about, do you have any roofs? You oh, know, yeah. and, and you show them the couple of roofs you have with all the dents in them and the rust. And they're like, you have anything else? <laughs> you got anything nicer? <laughs> yeah. It's like Christmas trees. It's like, that <laughs> one's really bad. But it's like, well, you know, you can get a new roof. 
you can get a fiberglass roof, you can get, there's so many roof options. So I thought we'd maybe talk about roofs just a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Talk about roofs, uh, hard tops and soft tops, and then even the new Bronco roofs and, and talk about those a little bit. I, I, I like it. I like it. Well, I think for, for early Broncos, it's amazing how many of them through auction go and sell with no roof. Yep. Like, well, what'd you do with the roof? And most roofs have dents in them. And, you know, if you're short like me, you can't see them anyway. But, <laughs> you know, you can fix, you know, the dented roofs. You know, put your Converse on, flip it upside <laughs> down. If you're buying a roof for 500 bucks, you know, you can literally get some uh, 3M pads you put on your um, drill and just grind as much of the rust surface rust off as you can yeah you know if you don't have the ability to weld uh the holes up i mean you know if you just need a roof you can actually get a roof to look pretty good for about 300 400 yeah do it yourself you know rattle can it or you know there's all kinds of stuff you can do but um so i guess there's sort of three different levels or things you could do with the roof. You know, if you're building a $100,000 Bronco, maybe you want a new steel roof. And, and those kits are around $2,600, $2,300. Oh, wow. It's essentially four pieces, two sides and the main roof, and then the lift gate. And uh, there is welding required on that. It should be spot welded, but you'll get a really nice brand new roof. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's one option. So you figure, Hey, I got $2,600 in a new metal roof. I'm going to have to prep it and paint it. Let's just call it a thousand bucks to have someone do that. You have to have it welded together. So next thing you know, you're between four and five grand by the time you get glass and everything else in it. So let's just call it $5,000. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you're building a, a really nice truck, maybe that's the way to go. But then when you compare that to, there are some good metal roofs out there and you will have to pay for them, but they may not even need painted and they have all the hardware, the glass, everything's in it. So for me, um, I like a deal on a used roof or, you know, just get your grinder out and make an old roof look good. And at least you're enclosed, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with my Bronco that I'm building, I pulled the roof. I took the roof uh, with it and I ended up selling it for 500 bucks (laughs) and it was, it was in pretty bad shape. I mean, it had rust holes. It it had, you know, it was not in great condition, but someone out there can fix it, you know? And, and so that was their hope, you know, cause yeah, for um, like you said, for just the metal, you know, you're looking at $2,000. And so to be able to actually get something that has everything together that you have to fix. You got to put some elbow grease into that. I feel like is definitely the way to go. I feel like too, I was looking at it. So, and then I found, uh, Tom's Bronco parts has Tom's off road. They have a complete roof for $3,000 with free shipping right now. I just pulled, I'd pulled it up, pulled up their site. And I was like, what now it doesn't come with any hardware. It doesn't come with like any of the, you know, gaskets or glass or anything like that. It's just, but it's, it's, it's assembled. It's assembled. And that is a killer deal. Now it's not painted, but you can paint it. Um, that is a, a killer deal. And actually what I would do with a roof, if I were getting one like that, I would just have it, uh, powder coated. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the perfect size, just throw it in the powder coater um, or give it to the powder coater because that's an easier, like it doesn't have a ton of nooks and crannies where the powder coater really has to get in there. Um, so that's an easy project for a powder coater to, to do um, and might be, might save you some money rather than uh, getting it painted. But yeah, I found that and I was like, oh my gosh. And then they have for glass, weather stripping, everything you need with, uh, disassembled it's 3,800, you know? So it's like, yeah, like you said, your, your estimate of 5,000, I think is right on to get a new roof for, a, you know, if you're resto restoring a truck, like that would definitely be the way to go. But yeah, I, I think there's a lot of options if you're, if you're looking for a new hard top and then, you know, soft tops, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think soft tops, like, you can go with the cheapo options all the way up to the really nice options on an early Bronco um, and everything in between. I have uh, one of the ones that when I had my roll cage, it attached to the window frame and it went all the way across my hard top. So it was just kind of the, the top piece. It didn't have any sides, nothing like that. Um, and so I really like that because it was great when I wanted to drive without my top on, um, but I didn't want to be just baking in the sun all day. So there's a lot of options when you're looking at uh, different soft tops. So uh, on the soft tops too, they range from $650 all the way up to $2,500. And, uh, you know, they'll keep you somewhat dry. Even a metal roof will keep you somewhat yeah, dry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd have to get all the seals just right. It's not easy. How many wrenches would you give uh, installing a soft top? Installing a soft top? I mean, one wrench, maybe two. You know, like, I think that's a pretty easy job. Um, even pulling the hard top on and off, I would say that's a one wrench job, like, you know, on the hard top, I think there's probably 12, 16 bolts total, and you just need two nine sixteenths um, sockets, and and or maybe it's half inch, and take the whole thing off. You know, mm-hmm. what would you say? Yeah, I think that you know they got those hoist systems and things, and or you could rig it up like you did. Either yeah. way, yeah, you just if you back your truck in and you lift the top up, you pull out, you can turn around, and isn't that what you do? And then yeah. pull in forward. Yep. Park yeah, underneath it yeah. until you need the roof again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I re- actually like the soft tops. Some people call them bimini tops or bikini tops, but they they only cover the roof, no sides. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You can go from there. You can get ones with sides, like the one Mark has. Yeah. That, that top looks really nice, and it was under a thousand dollars with sides and uh, back window. Yeah, and there's even the the cool thing now is the safari top. <laughs> where it's like kind of looks like a you know Land Rover Defender kind of kind of style um top like you're you're going on safari Th- but those are a little more expensive yeah it's like the brown canvas and what's interesting yeah. is in the very back where the roll cage would be if you have a family cage it goes straight down so it does give it that defender look yes yeah. you know but they do look cool i like those yeah. those are those are i think a little over 2 grand yeah yeah. Now talking about, uh, new Broncos, um, you know, same thing with, with the new Bronco taking the hard top off the new Bronco is super easy. Uh, you know, you got the two panels up front and depending on if you have a two door or four door, you either have the middle piece or you just have that big back piece. And even that back piece can easily, you know, me and my wife could easily, 
pick that up and remove it ourselves. You know, it's an easy uh, uh, one wrench job for sure. And I actually have a, a video, uh, did a video for Bronco Nation on how to remove the, the hard top and how to remove the soft top. And they're both, you know, really easy, really easy to do. Well, they have tools too. You, you have to get the little toolkit out and get to those like Allen heads back in there. Or But now there are other products you can get that are like, quick bolts and finger bolts and yeah. toolless bolts that you don't need to get the toolkit and the the wrenches out. You can literally just do it. I think Kim and I, we spent, we timed it. It was like 10 minutes start to finish getting the doors and everything off. Yeah. So, and we were, we were both able to lift it. So until we lifted the truck five and a half inches, then it got a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are in the way because the 37 inch wheels stick out but still it it was way it's not like a metal roof at all yeah now you have yeah you have the hard top on your bronco um your new one if you had it over to do it again would you do soft top or hard top you know i really like that combination there's the sunrider by best top that it's just kind of like a folding sliding back roof over the driver area so you take the two sort of t-tops off that make up the front there's no bar in the middle of them, but, and then you replace it with that and you just flop it back. Oh yeah. It takes like, you can do it while you're at a stoplight. Yeah. So that's actually the combination of the two I think is really awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Leave it in the comments below. All those, uh, Bronco, new Bronco owners. What do you like the, the hard top or the soft top on your Bronco or your first gen Bronco? Um, you know, I, I really like the hard top on my first gen Bronco. I, I don't know that I would want to do a soft top, but I'm really quick at removing my hard top and like you said, parking under it. Um, and so I'm like, I don't need a soft top. Like there's no use, uh, but my hard top, uh, were you riding with me? Um, if, if you have the windows down and you're driving like on the freeway <laughs> every now and then it will just like the wind will catch it and it will make this bang like a gunshot is going off inside of the vehicle and it's like <laughs> it's one of those big dents on the roof yeah. that's like can't it's decide moving. which yeah. way it wants yeah. to be so up every or down. once in a while like a good enough gust of wind will come through <laughs> and, just, bah! and you're just like Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta change my pants. <laughs> once it, once you get a dent in a roof, even if it's a perfect circle, you're always going to have like a smile somewhere. You're going to have a half a circle line that's yeah. not going to come out. So, you know, you you can't work it out. I mean, there isn't yeah. an English wheel big enough to put that thing on. So the reality is, you just live with it. Yeah. If you if you were to powder coat it, that's a great idea because it's super durable and powder coating isn't that super glossy stuff so a lot of that goes away yeah yeah all right so a new portion of our podcast that we're introducing is something called bronco versus where we're going to compare the bronco compared to another vehicle that you can get now we're comparing new new vehicles like obviously you know you, you could compare a first gen bronco to whatever else but we wanted to just compare the new vehicles a vehicle that you could go onto the lot today and pick pick up and purchase. Now we haven't taken all these, you know, vehicles out and driven them and test driven them and all that. So there's going to be, you know, a shred 
of bias, maybe, <laughs> towards the Bronco. Opinion. Opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just thought it would be fun just to kind of compare like some of the specs to some, some of these vehicles. Now, obviously, Jeep is the easy target for, you know, for us to begin with. So we're going to actually push that one off and wait. But I did find an interesting article when I was looking at Bronco versus Jeep. Uh, Motor Trend actually published an article that talked about the Ford Bronco sold 30,670 units uh, this past year compared to the Jeep Wrangler's 34,253 units. So about 3,000, 4,000 off from the Jeep Wrangler, which I think is super impressive for the Bronco. Technically, second year, um, really the first full year that it's had in production to have already gotten that close within 10% of the Jeep's numbers for the year. Well, and there are so many people, I just read one the other day that they, after 458 days, they got their order. So everyone's waiting over a year. Yeah. Now I, I do see them for sale now where you can yeah. actually go and pay. It may not be the color you want or the model that you want, but you can go get one yeah. and you're going to pay yeah. 10, 20% over unless uh, it gets in the hands of a resale lot and then it's $30,000 over. Yeah. So everybody's making their cut, but um, yeah. I know they're, they probably doubled those numbers the next year. So yeah. I would imagine they, they, they're more than caught up. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the Broncos on a good trajectory for sure. Um, the funny thing is, uh, they mentioned that the Bronco sport had like way outsold the Bronco, which I'm like, <laughs> it's just, of course crazy. it did. I know, which <laughs> we had in our last episode talking about Bronco twos way outselling the big Bronco. So it's kind of on par for, but you know, the people realize that, you shouldn't drive a Bronco Sport soon in their life, but you know, we'll we'll see. Well, so. the Bronco Sport people, they love their Bronco. Yeah. And it's affiliation with the new Bronco and the old Bronco and they're just getting a little piece of that yeah. nostalgia and that that Bronco world. So uh, I still like to call it the baby Bronco. Yeah. The new totally Bronco is. Sport. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, today we're going to compare Bronco versus the Toyota 4Runner. So we're going to take a look at this and just kind of go through some of these things uh, and go through some of the specs on the Bronco versus the Toyota. Now, uh, I'm going to take some of the Bronco stuff. We're going to let Donnie defend the Bronco and or talk about the Toyota 4Runner and uh, try to defend the Toyota 4Runner <laughs> a little bit. But uh, but talking about first what we all love, engine, horsepower, torque, um, you know, with the Bronco, you have two main options. You got the 2.3 uh, inline four, which makes 275 horsepower, 315 uh, torque. It gets about 20 to 22 miles per gallon. And on the four-door version, did 0 to 60 in 7.1 seconds. So not a bad engine. Um, and then you've got the 2.7 liter V6, which makes 315 horsepower, 410 uh, pound-feet of torque, 18 to 20 miles per, per gallon, depending on city, highway, and did 
zero zero to sixty in six point two seconds. I, I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that's the engine I have. But I was blown away with a two point seven liter producing four hundred and ten foot pounds of torque. That's crazy, and you feel all of it. It's peppy. Even yeah. at, I went and passed someone the other day. I was going sixty, and I need to tromp on it. And man, it just launched. Yeah, I was. I was I'm just blown away with how much power they made with that 2.7. Yeah, yeah. And so the Raptor has its own own version of the 2.7 liter. So I wanted to call that out because the Raptor version is making 418 horsepower, 440 torque. And now the, the mileage drops 15 to 16 miles per gallon, the zero to 60 in 5.6 seconds. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So they've, they've made some improvements for sure on, uh, on the Raptor, but we're not going to talk about that because that's kind of the, uh, upper, you know, upper side of it. We're going to focus on just the Bronco, um, and, uh, and include some of the packages, but what is, what is the Toyota running? Uh, the Toyota has a four liter engine. It's a variation that they've had forever. Even since my 98 Forerunner. it's just an iteration of that same engine. They do a really good job of sticking with one thing yeah. and you can have anything you want as long as it's this, <laughs> <laughs> you know, makes 270 horsepower, almost equal amount of torque, 278 foot pounds of torque. And they say 16 to 19 miles per gallon. That's pretty accurate. It just depends on how you put your foot into it. So, um, and then zero to 60, 7.7 seconds is pretty accurate. It's probably closer to eight, but you know, most people aren't, you know, really hitting them hard. You know, they're SUVs. You're not out there drag racing, but I had a 98 forerunner in, it was the best riding four-wheel drive SUV I've had, and it was big tires, small rims, squishy. It was a limited edition, and uh, we love that vehicle. And the new Bronco reminds me on how nice it rides like that. I thought when I got the new Bronco, it was going to ride like a Jeep. Yeah. It rides like my Forerunner did. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, when you just look at the numbers, obviously – Toyota has a bigger V6 engine, but how Ford has kind of made that turbo EcoBoost uh, work really does pay off when when you're driving it. Um, and they've done some cool, made some cool upgrades with that. Um, but moving on, kind of looking at some of these numbers, wheelbase on the four-door Bronco, because there's not a two-door forerunner. Uh, so just comparing four-door Bronco wheelbase on the Bronco is 116 inches to 109, 110 on the Forerunner. Weight, they're pretty comparable, 4,945 pounds to 4,800 pounds. Uh, Interior dimensions, though, this is where I feel like the rubber meets the road with some of this. Uh, When you're driving it, you know, when you're sitting in the cockpit, when you're sitting in the back seat, when you're sitting in the passenger seat, how does it compare? Um, And uh, in the front, the headroom on the Bronco is 41 inches and on the Forerunner is 39 inches. 
leg room on the on the Bronco is 43 inches and it on the Bronco it's 42 inches. So that may not feel or you know looking at the numbers may not look like a lot, but think about 2 inches above your head. You know, you got 2 more inches for me, maybe not <laughs> as much for you. Uh, but for me that's a big deal to have 2 extra inches uh, when I throw my hair out, you know, then it's not just <laughs> rubbing on the ceiling the whole time. But what about the back? What about the second row? Um, you know, the, the forerunner to me always felt tight is it, I don't think we got how wide the truck is, but they do feel narrow, yeah. uh, more like a Bronco sport. I mean, just they're narrow, um, and uh, a cubic space, you know, it's kind of nice because they're pretty open in the back and the seats fold down flat. So there's plenty of room back there with, they could be wider yeah. and I know the Bronco is wider, but the, uh, Interior of the Bronco also has a full roll cage. So even though the truck is wider, the roll cage is this pretty, pretty amazing steel cage. There's I've seen three or four trucks on the internet that rolled over and the rear glass didn't even pop out. Whoa. Yeah, it's amazing that the the roof is integral with the cage integrated and it's pretty amazing. So yeah. they've overbuilt the truck and the, you know, the forerunner doesn't have a cage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you mentioned cargo. Uh, you got 35 cubic feet on the Bronco and 47 cubic feet on the Forerunner. So you definitely have a lot more room. Um, but what's interesting about what you said, I um, are <laughs> the Melton household. Uh, we have a Toyota Sequoia as our daily vehicle. It's like an 03. It's an old one. Um, but that is the big brother to the forerunner is the Sequoia. And so the, the Sequoia is what's wider. The Sequoia is what's, you know, has more room inside the cabin. Uh, we have the third row seating, uh, in there. So that's really the, the bigger vehicle on to Toyota's lineup, but the forerunner is more comparable to the Bronco than the Sequoia is, well, moving down uh, to the four-wheel drive, you know, if you're taking this thing off-road, what are you looking at? And what's interesting is the the numbers on this are pretty drastic. I feel like, you know, a lot of the numbers so far have been similar, but um, the approach angle on the Bronco is 43 degrees, and on the forerunner it's 33 degrees that's a 10 degree difference on approach angle and approach angle is if you're coming up to an obstacle what's the angle that your bumper hits versus your front tire hits uh, and departure is the backside so departure angle on the broncos 37 degrees and departure angle on the forerunner is 26 degrees so obviously that extra room there you know in the cargo area means that you're not able to tackle the obstacles the same in the Bronco versus the Forerunner, I feel like you know the Forerunner has its place. It's it, the four-wheel drive system works fantastically, and you know you can put bigger tires on it, and you can lift it, and you can improve these things. But you're talking about spending money, whereas the Bronco already comes with all of that. Yeah, and uh, you know Bronco was really competing with Jeep and saying this can do everything the Jeep can do, but I feel like it rides as good as the Forerunner. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you mentioned, you know, um upgrades and price, you know, price for the Bronco, you're looking at 32ish thousand to 54ish thousand. Now, 
obviously there's dealer cost and stuff like that that you can add on to it. But MSRP, um, you know, base Broncos around 32 and the Badlands is up to about 54. Um, and if you add the Lux package, that's more. If you add this, that's more, you know, but like at, at the base level and on the, the forerunner side, you start at about 40,000 and get up to about the same 55,000. But like you said, a lot of those features that the Bronco has, you kind of have to add on as extras for the forerunner. You have to get, you know, the, the, the different versions. And so I feel like even price wise, the Bronco is just edging the forerunner out a little bit. Um, and you know, there, there's still, you know, lots of different numbers that we could get into and talk about towing capacity. You know, the, the Bronco can't tow as much as the forerunner. It's, it's about 500 pounds less, you know? And so there's, there's all these things, but you know, just looking at it, if you're going to spend your money, Donnie, on a new vehicle off the lot, what are you doing? Are you doing Bronco or are you doing Forerunner? Well, prior to owning a Bronco, I would have just said Forerunner. Yeah. Because I hadn't owned a new Bronco and I, I honestly thought it was going to ride like a Jeep. Yeah. So when it rode the other way, my wife who drove the Forerunner for six years, she uh, she wants me to, to get a four-door for her now. Really? And I was like, she's <laughs> used to nice riding cars, you know, and yeah. it was the only truck we really ever owned for her. And, uh, you know, so... It's really the best of both worlds. If you want kind of a Toyota and a Jeep, you just go buy a Bronco and you get both. Yeah, yeah. My conclusion is, uh, you know, the Toyota 4Runner has been out for a long time. It's been it's been a staple for a while, in, especially in, you know, overlanding circles and stuff like that. Um, but it's been a staple for a while, and I feel like it is just still it's it's a little outdated today you know the bronco has come in and it's got all the bells and whistles it's got you know all the cool things that you want in an off-road vehicle but also all the cool things that you're hoping for in a nice you know in a nice uh, vehicle that you can take anywhere and i think the bronco checks all those boxes where the forerunner it's still a little tight in the cabin. It's, it's missing some of the features it's missing, you know, that it's a little bit outdated. Um, and even drive quality. I went on a shoot, uh, with Bronco nation and my vehicle that I picked up at the airport was a forerunner. So I'm driving a 2022 forerunner or whatever year it was new forerunner out to the shoot. I get out of the forerunner. We're in Colorado. We're all on all these off road dirt roads, get out of the forerunner, drove it on a dirt road, hopped in the Bronco. And it was immediately such a different feel so much, you know, the, the Bronco just handled the road better. Uh, they've made it more off road capable. Um, and it was just obvious, like, you know, getting in one and going right to the next. Um, so yeah, my, my pick is definitely the Bronco, uh, in this, in this comparison. Well, I, I wouldn't, buy a Toyota 4Runner and say it was fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, in a word, like, uh, and, and for Kim to say, you know, after she said the best, best vehicle she's ever owned was that 4Runner, to say we should get a four-door. I mean, because she's the one that's going to probably, that would be hers. So she's making that decision with her wallet. If they're both 55 grand, I mean, what's that tell you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, cool. Um, well, we haven't mentioned it today, but we are giving away 
this beautiful Roaming Wolves die-cast Bronco. If you've been listening to the podcast, we've been talking about it a little bit. Um, but we're uh, this is our first giveaway from our sponsor, Tom's Off-Road. And uh, we're going to be giving this away. So how to enter for the giveaway is you got to write us a review, take a screenshot of it, and send it over to questions at thebroncast.com. Leave us a review. This one does come with a metal roof. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. It's plastic, probably. Well, yeah. it comes with a roof. Yeah. And at least it's a hard top. It's yeah. A hard top. <laughs> it might right. not be metal, but it's a hard top. Yeah. Well, cool. Good, uh, good podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for listening to The Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off Road, for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the Broncast. We'll see you next week.